Hello and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my fantastic co-host and commentator, Andrew Marr. Hello. It's good to see you, Andrew. Really good Thank to see you. you. And uh, well, this is oh, going to be that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ten-minute special because we know that our viewers can only kind of take us in for ten minutes at very least. <laughs> Uh, sure. Maybe just me. I'm sure they can take more of you, but not 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 me. Um, but millennials, millennials have got no attention span, something like that. Is that what they're called? <laughs> Are we millennials? I have no idea. We're in the millennium, I suppose. But uh, I'm sure we are. But welcome to all our viewers. Welcome to all our new subscribers as well, and to our existing ones, and all our very very loyal listeners. Thank you very much for joining in with us. Well, this is an F1 special with the headlines as of Sunday night and going into Monday. And we thought we'd go over what is new, what's happening. Um, in our last show on Sunday night, we did Le Mans and also some of the other F1 headlines, but there's plenty of things happening. So let's go to our headlines page and we'll see what we have on there. As this is recorded live, it takes me a little minute to bring it up here. There we go. It's all live. I know Andrew can hopefully you can see that. So this are some, these are some of the headlines um, on F1 at the moment. It's not the right time, similarly, for Giovinazzi um, for a Ferrari step. And the circuit <laughs> of the <laughs> that means they just didn't manage to get it. Um, the Algarve circuit is in strong negotiations with Formula One. We've got Bottas is more complete um, and at his physical peak after the break. And Weber predicts that Vettel will take a 2021 sabbatical, but then potentially come back later on. And there was actually, I read this one as well earlier, Renault is going to test a 2018 spec car at the Red Bull Ring. But our question is, why? Why did they choose the Red Bull Ring? And a little bonus, Emma's F1 return takes a step closer. And that I am rather interested in, to be fair. So let's start with Giovinazzi, um, who basically said it's not the right time for him to make a Ferrari step. What do you think of that one? Well, I mean, he's, I'm sorry, but he's not shown me anything. It's just, yeah. just there. He's a nice lad. He's had a haircut. He had long hair before. What's there to say about him? He's, he's not set the, he, the world on fire. He's had quite he, a few crashes as well. And he's had quite a few crashes. He's certainly underperformed compared with his ancient teammate from Finland. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, okay, he's a Ferrari driver and he's in the Ferrari junior team, which is pathetic when you think Alfa Romeo is the mother of Ferrari, not the... <laughs> whatever. Now they're like an Alfa Romeo Mito compared to what they... The alpha of the 1940s and earlier were that, uh, you know. <laughs> 90, no, 70 years ago, 1950. Yeah. They were beating Ferrari soundly. Thank you very much. Two and years. it was uh, the Alfa Romeo Alfita, wasn't it? Or that was the name of Alfita? 158, 159. It's the same car, but the development of it. Yeah. Um, you can't get a better name than Alfa Romeo Alfita. Alfita, which means little alpha. Ah. That's the... It's just like a diminutive. It's like... Hey, yeah. you know, whatever. I think there's a lot more drivers, to be fair, that could replace Giovinazzi. I think he's maybe going to be struggling for time before its imminent replacement comes along. Um, let, let me ask you a question, Hugh. 
given if you needed a fast, reliable driver in your car for next season, would you pick Sainz or Giovinazzi? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you wouldn't. Me you know. too. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. Yeah. Very yeah. simple. Giovinazzi's not. I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with him, but as one of twenty of the fastest drivers in the world, you'd uh, pick Hulkenberg. Or somebody else, so you know, one who was as experienced or so anyone yeah, else I mean, you know, that would could do something. Has, has failed to fully realize his potential. Yeah. Is even that was better than Giovanazzi? Because <laughs> yeah. Giovanazzi has, you know, sh should be going up, should be. And he isn't. He's kind of... Yeah, because you think. 60s Fiat. There hasn't been an awful lot of, like, and certainly in Formula One terms, a lot of really good Italian racing drivers for quite a while, haven't they? It's funny because when you think with Ferrari and all the incredible Italian motorsport heritage, that they would be a lot more pushing through. But we haven't really seen that. And you can, there must be, I'm sure there'll be on, you know, drivers rising up the ranks. Um, but it's it's been a while since we've had a really good one in Formula One. But um, so. But how many have there been historically? I mean, we've got. If you go back 70 plus years, you're talking the the, the, the Ascaris, the, the yeah. um, Farina, you know, they exist, Nuvolari, these were a very long time ago. Um, yeah. There are amazing Italian drivers, but if you look in the mix of the ones that are famous because of their yeah. performance, they're British, German, um, Argentinian, Brazilian, yeah, no, that's it. Americans, you know, the Phil Hills of this world and stuff like this. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? That, uh, no, that was a, that was a thing. Now, we also, so one of the headlines was that um, the Algarve racetrack in Portugal is in close negotiation to get an F1 race. And it looks like, because of course, um, breaking news, breaking news as we were saying this, Japan has been cancelled, Japanese race at Suzuka. Uh, Singapore has been cancelled as well. So Baku. I think we're, we're, yeah, Baku as well. So I, I think we will get the um, race at Abu Dhabi. I think they're hoping to finish there. But there's going to be plenty of room for other races. So if Portugal got a race, if Emily got a race, all these other ones, it's going to be, it's like going into the old days. Really it's such a good opportunity for races like, because you, I mean, you, you're going to mention Emily in a minute, I'm sure. Yeah, um, yeah. These places that are relatively recent F1 tracks, so uh -huh. safety will be there. Yeah, they've all been FIA qualified. They're all, so, they're all, uh, yeah. to, to, to get a resurgence of their popularity, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see um, Manicor come back in France. Yeah. That's yeah. so much better track than that car park. Yeah. That Tesco's car park. <laughs> yeah, it's not very... Uh, why, why did they... What, what did they do? They went along to a local holiday resort and they saw... The kiddies go karts on a painted track out the back and thought no, that's, what, I did. that's yeah. what we need just get some trolleys put them in the corner and it looked just right yeah i don't think so uh, now earlier on we asked a question about the renault f1 team testing a 2018 spec car at red what they, have to do. they have the that's what they all they're allowed they're called press days uh, or filming days or something like that. I was looking them up earlier. So they've got 100 laps worth of 
time on promotional tyres with an older spec car. And yeah. they're getting, what they're doing is they're getting the drivers back in the car. Some teams yeah. have been doing it at Silverstone, places like that. I'm guessing Renault's had the sense to get their driver used to what the next track's going to be. Yes. And also, because it's a two-year-old car, it's not I am stuck under the regulations. So they're allowed to do as many laps as pretty much as they want, I think. No, 100, 100 laps maximum. Um, but also, it was to do with the quarantine issues. And they were thinking, because they, some of their staff are in France and others are in Britain, it was very hard for them to get to, like, Silverstone or other tracks to compete and do their testing. Um, so Austria was actually the easiest one, because Austria doesn't have any lockdown rules or, or any quarantine oh, rules. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that was the that was the question. That was uh, the answer that we're looking at. Wrong, yeah, that was the thing. Now you might see this little. What would Sorry. What would I have won? Uh, have won? <laughs> the honour of coming back on the show. <laughs> there, if you look at my thumbnail, you'll see it's pointing to a picture in the background, which is, of course, of Ayrton Senna and Juan Manuel Fangio. And this is our giveaway wall tile prize. But we have to get to a thousand subscribers first. And when we do, we will be picking a name out of the hat. And it could be you that could win this. And you could be coming through your letterbox. So we need you to subscribe to our channel to share it out with all your motorsport buddies. And make sure we hit that 1,000 subscriber list as soon as we can. And if we can do it really quickly, there'll be an extra bonanza prize as well. But that will remain hush-hush until we get close to hitting those thousand subscribers. So will it's it, a... Will it be an Aston Martin, did you see? No, well, that would be nice. No, I was wondering whether you were going to give the hat away as well. If you're pulling him out of a hat, maybe to get the hat. Oh, I can sure I could find an old hat oh, somewhere. I'll shut up now and let you finish coming. I do have a very, very nice Renault F1 cap that could potentially be put in there, but I think it's going to be an even bigger prize than that. Yeah, uh, you know, right. Let me show you what we need, <coughs> if we can. Let's have a little look at here. You have to go to the website or onto YouTube, and if you go to hughattrick.com, first of all, hit the videos uh, section there, you will see all our motorsport videos from the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And there is a subscribe button. If you hit that, it will take you to our YouTube channel, which is coming up any second now. And then you can hit the subscribe button, and then that is it all sorted. And once you do that, send us an email, info at hughattrick.com, and we will put your name into the hat, and we'll be ready to draw it as we hit a 1,000 subscribers. At the moment, we're on 44 We've had eight in the last seven days, which is fantastic. So let's get right up there, get into triple figures, <coughs> and then eventually hit the 1,000 subscriber mark. And then we are motoring with gas, as they would say. But um, <laughs> which is better than a Dyson in the current Formula One. That, uh, <laughs> so imagine if Dyson set themselves up as like a Tesla competition. That would be amazing. Yeah, well, they were going to do that, but then they pulled oh, out. Really they? weird with that big cycling. Yeah. Yeah. They've just recently pulled out of making motor cars. They were they were invested. They were thinking about doing something like that. Dyson, that, yeah, the Dyson were going to make cars, um, but they decided not to. So there we go. And, and on on that bombshell, we are going oh. to end the show. <laughs> Before you go, I'd like to say George Russell is currently winning in Canada. 
Uh, Hafiston, yes, he's doing well. behind him. But again, George has got a commanding lead every single race. Yeah, he's been pretty good. couple, once he's got his found his feet, he uh, be quite dominant. Um, and that's so, the final race of the season. If oh. Bottas is going to be replaced by anybody, it's going to be George Russell. No, that was quite funny though. As we, as we were talking about F1 News, uh, just watching the, the interview that Sky did with um, Bottas. Bottas has never been that bothered because he has a good relationship with the team. He talks to the team all the time and he knows yeah. what they're thinking because he asks them and they tell him. Uh, of course, cool. the newspapers and the silly um, websites and all these kind of people, they've got a clickbait, haven't they? So they've got to come up with stuff like, oh, he's going to be replaced by Vettel because that would be so exciting, which, of course, it wouldn't be exciting. It would be terrible. It would be a terminal season for the Mercedes F1 team. You cannot win the championship if you crash into each other every race. Oh, oh, right. But oh. if Lewis gets the seventh world championship and then retires, which might happen, no, no. who knows? I mean, I, I, I don't know if I 100% believe him when he says that the numbers don't matter. I think that's not exactly true. Uh, but I do believe his sentiment that he's not driven by the numbers, like some people might be. Yeah. If he, get, if he equals Schumacher, so no one can say he's not as good. Does he go for one more? He, he's got a, a life outside of F1, which he enjoys, and he'll, I think he'll move on from the driver role and do something else. Yeah. Then, perhaps Vettel will be there. Maybe, yeah. but maybe not. Right. I think George right. Russell is definitely heading for that seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Russell and would be an exciting pairing because they're both new and they they both you could be getting an extra couple of people in that mix of the next generation. So there'd be Max, Science, Leclerc, you know, definitely, definitely. Well, on that note, we'll leave everyone in suspense as to what might happen. And we'll be back on Thursday, Thursday night at nine o'clock for our weekly live stream with Andrew and myself. And possibly we'll see if there are other guests that might join us in as well. Yes. But you've been watching the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with me, Patrick, and my very special co-host, Andrew Marr. Mm-hmm. I'll let Andrew do our phrase. Drive fast. Try not to crash. Bye just now. <laughs>